guys, I did it. I did a thing. I started a podcast. I feel so good about it. It's something I've been wanting to do for a long time. People are keen to hear about it. And I did it. I finally made the podcast. I just want to take a minute to celebrate me and all of the confidence it took to actually put myself on the line, put myself out there and do something that's in alignment with what I just I just wanted to do. It felt like the right thing to do. So I'm really stoked that I actually took this journey, this step. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm rambling now. Anyway, to the podcast. Hello and welcome to the Pivot People podcast. This is a podcast where we talk all about careers and what's happening for educators in New Zealand. My name is Kim. I am the host of the podcast and an ex-educator and founder of New Zealand Transitioning Teachers. And for the first episode, I have a very special guest with me today. His name is Garth and he is super special because we actually did our teacher training together. So I've known him for a long time now and Garth's got a really interesting story. He actually transitioned from nursing into teaching and he's in love with his career. He just adores it. So I really wanted to capture his story. It's not all been easy throughout his teaching career. He's definitely had his ups and downs, but his most recent success story is he's actually going to go over the ditch and start teaching in Australia. And there has been a lot of chat about that within the Facebook group, NZ Transitioning Teachers, but then also in the wider media as well. There's news articles all over the place, brain drain, teachers flying over the ditch, the wages over there look better. There's so much to it. So I thought we'd have a chat with Garth to see, oh, I've got so many things I want to talk to him about, to be honest. And because there's so much that we want to talk about with Garth, I have broken up his story into three parts. This is part one of three. Welcome to the show. Thank you for joining me. Hello. Well, thank you for having me, Kim. And it's nice to talk to you again. Um, yeah, I'm, my name's Garth Edwards. Um, I'm a school teacher. I'm based in Wellington at the moment, um, but soon to be moving to uh, Melbourne. Um, and yeah, I know you from our teacher's training, which was a lot of fun, I think. A lot of hard work, but also a lot of fun and yeah and so obviously we haven't caught up as much as we'd like to but um in the last year but yeah that's that's pretty much me so I love that what do you want to know Kim? oh my god I want to know everything Garth I am so nosy um where to start I think I think I'd like to start at the beginning um and so tell us a bit about nursing and that kind of what was the spur that drove you to change from nursing into teaching? What's nursing like? I know I see it quite a bit on your Facebook page that nursing comes up quite a bit as a career um, that some of the teachers are looking at getting into, which is always, I try and think about answering the question on there, but I but I never do. Um, but yeah, so I I moved, I was a nurse for <laughs> I was a nurse for um fifteen years. I was mainly worked in intensive care. I did t- intensive care for ten years, um, which was 
so yeah, sort of the area that I specialised in. And I went straight from from school. I went straight and did my nursing training, and I it was it was fine. I didn't. I I really went into it. You know, I was seventeen when I decided that I wanted to become a nurse, and what because I really didn't know what else I wanted to do. I let, I finished school and I got got a university entrance here in in New Zealand, and um, I thought about doing. I really liked history and geography. But then I thought to myself, I don't want to become a teacher because um, I come from a family of teachers, my mum and my brother and um, both my sister-in-laws are teachers. Um, and I thought, well, I, I don't want to do that. And so I went nursing and I sort of realised relatively early on that I that it probably wasn't a career for me. But I also had, I met my oldest daughter, I've got a nearly 18-year-old now, I met her mum quite early on into my career and then had her quite young as well and so changing career when you're um a father is and you know supporting a family is really really difficult and so um I didn't do anything about it I'd, and I had talked at even a year or two into my nursing career talked about getting out of it and doing something else but um as a lot of teachers who are career changes know that it's it's quite difficult and, and hence why in a lot of hence why you've got your Facebook page it's it's obviously a really difficult changing changing careers um and so it took me a good you know 12 13 years and I met my my now my wife now who I've got two younger children with um in that time and I said to her look I'd actually quite like to to change careers and I'd quite like to go teaching and she said well look do another year of nursing and if you still feel the same way after the year um we'll we'll bite the bullet and um and you can and you can go back and do your teacher's training so that's sort of how I got into it. I wanted to do teaching because I really like I liked having students when I was a, a nurse I really enjoyed that and and at the time when I started my teacher's training my um oldest daughter um, was I think she was about seven, seven or eight, and I realised I actually really liked um, hanging out with her and and teaching her things. So that was kind of why I went into primary teaching. And so um, yeah, that was that was a, a big catalyst was actually becoming a dad, um, and and um, and then becoming a little bit more fin financially secure after meeting my my wife. Um, and so we were able to, you know, support ourselves while while I or she was able to support me while I took a year off um, earning anything and did my teacher's training. Yeah. Oh, so hearing that, it sounds really like you went quite systematical with it. So you were thinking like, okay, I'm going to stick it out for one year. Yep. And that's going to be the litmus test. I've thought about the financials and I've got the support of my spouse. Yep. And that's like financial and emotional support there as well, I, I guess, too. You've done the reasoning behind it. You'd become a father and you were really enjoying working with your daughter, similar age. So you're like, right, I've decided I'm even going to go primary. So you kind of mapped it out and worked out how you're going to make the transition. But if we take a step back before you'd got to all of that bit, there would have been some kind of emotional element to that when you were 
in nursing and you thought that that was your career. I call that like your box career. That's the one that you went to university for already. You've got all the qualifications, you've invested in it. You've got your community of people that are doing the same thing. Like on the outside, you were set. What was it like being in there, in nursing specifically, and then going, oh yeah, I, th I think I want to change. I I think you've, you've summed it up really. And, and there was probably, there was nothing, no one thing that I didn't feel, you know, they talk about your passions. And I, and I worked in ICU, you often have a lot of nurses that are really into nursing and, and really passionate about it. Because um, ICU is sort of the, the pointy end of, of health. And, um, and, you know, and it takes a certain type of nurse to, to work in ICU. You usually don't get a job there straight off the bat. You sometimes do. I certainly didn't, and I got into it, and, and I enjoy, enjoyed it, um, but I just didn't really feel like it was going to be the career that I was going to do until I was, you know, retired, and I and I was, I think, 30, 34, I think, when I, um, when I met you and did my teacher's training. I think a, a big catalyst was when I did postgraduate study in nursing, and it sort of made me realize that that it was just a job for me it was really something that I didn't want to do outside of the hospital and because doing postgraduate study while you're working full-time I'm sure there's a lot of teachers that have done that and it's very time consuming and that was really a, a big catalyst for me to 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 really um look inward and think well this is probably not what I want to be doing for the rest of my career and so um, there was that. That was a big part of it uh, as well. Just I'd, I had gone as far as I wanted to go. And you graduated. And I also didn't want to be doing exact. I'd grad, yeah. And and I didn't want to do the same. I didn't. There's nothing. I'm not putting down people that do. In fact, I envied. I envied my my colleagues that really got into it, and and were passionate about it. And I still see them. Like I, I love my nursing friends they're very different to my teaching friends um they're gross array gross humor <laughs> yeah awesome humor humor and just a lot of fun <laughs> i think you have a lot of time off together so you'd catch up a lot more <laughs> you catch up a lot more teachers and you're often so busy that you don't see each other very much and it's and you know we talk about collaboration and teaching all the time and nursing and health is just such a collaborative environment that you, you just do it you just collaborate all the time. You have you rely on each other, and you get to know each other because, especially in ICU, you're standing next to a bed next to someone else for for a twelve hour shift, and you get to know each other, especially on a night shift. But um, yeah, that was it. It was there was a number of things that sort of pushed me to to thinking that. I, and it's not that I hated nursing. I didn't go home and um just think this is the pits, but I just knew it was something that I didn't want to do for the rest of my my life really and and that kind of made me realize um that I needed to do something else and also having my wife is a very um ambitious and very intelligent and systematic it was really her that um made it so systematic for me she sort of can articulate things very well and um and made 
made a plan. I'm I'm a little bit whimsical, so I think she's she's a very sensible. You've met her. She's a very sensible and pragmatic person, and um, so wouldn't didn't want me to make a rash decision and just do something that I thought that I wanted to do. Um, and nursing's also shift work as well. Shift work's re- is really is really difficult, um, especially when you have have family, and um, and my wife and I, Mel is my wife, um, and I um, knew we wanted to have have children together and have, being a nurse and her having her job um, is extreme, would have been really, really difficult doing me doing shift work um, and having kids. So um, there was an element of that that was sort of more of a byproduct than it was a, a, a reason to, to get into teaching though. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I get it. I like that you're in the right mindset to actually take action and do something. Did it take you a long time to get into that mindset though? Because you know, sometimes you've got the awareness, it's there in the back of your mind, but it hasn't quite caught up with the present and matched with action yet. Was that like, (laughs) did that happen for you or did it take a bit of time to get to it? Um. I think it was just the fact that I, you absolutely, and it's you've obviously talked to a lot of people that are are in a similar situation and in, in teaching as what as what I was in nursing, um, that you sort of think I I should do something else, but it's also it is quite comfortable in knowing something, and you don't know what another career is going to be like, and so you think well I don't. You know, I'm not hating this every day, and there's elements of it that I really like. I liked the fact that you, you know, the the doors would swing closed behind you, and you'd get changed out of your scrubs and walk home, and you you wouldn't think about it anymore. And I knew that teaching was definitely not that that job, um, but yeah, like I knew that I needed to do something else, and I, and but I felt like a nurse doing. I felt like a almost like a, not a traitor, but I felt so awkward in the first couple of weeks of our teacher's training. Just, I felt like a nurse doing something, something really foreign. It was so um, weird doing something different that wasn't nursing. Like that was all I knew my whole adult life was nursing. And, you know, I did it from, I was 20 when I registered as a nurse and I was 34, 34, turning 35. And, um, doing something different is so weird and I remember just going home and thinking you know that I had work (laughs) I had to go to you know start a shift or something like that but it was just um but no that was my life and that sort of took a little while to fade away yeah it's an interesting point that I do talk about it a lot of people when they're going through a career transition they're so focused on the getting out of one career and getting into the other one they forget about the aftermath of all of it. I've likened it to the speed wobbles. You want to make sure that your go-kart is stable and the wheels don't fall off and you crash. You want to make sure whatever decision you make and whatever you go into is thought out. So lucky for you, you had Mel to help you work all of that out and get your ducks in a row and all those kind of (laughs) things. But it still doesn't change the fact that on the other side, there's still things to get used to and work on for sure do you have any advice for people um i think being conscious about 
um, th- I think sometimes I have to remind myself of the things that I that I really didn't like in nursing. You know, um, I didn't like the shift work was a big is a big thing. Like that was probably in my top three things that I didn't enjoy. So reminding myself that I no longer do shift work, even if I'm working really late at night writing reports or planning or I'm on you know on camp and I'm up one in the morning with a sick kid um I'm still able to get a reasonable amount of sleep and um reminding myself of that reminding myself of um the fact that I don't have to like I find I find teaching weirdly way more emotional than than I did as as an ICU nurse which is seems a bit silly but because ICU, there's a you know obviously it's it's pretty grim in there at times, but reminding myself I don't have to deal with that sort of thing anymore. The the, the really um, awful side of 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 healthcare is is you know some some pre- I've seen and had to be part of some really awful sad things, and I don't have to do that anymore. And just reminding myself conscious consciously reminding myself sometimes of if I'm having a bad day and teaching is, you know, uh, well, you know, at least I can go to bed tonight at, at a reasonable time and I probably my son will wake me up early, but I can at least be woken up by my son and not um, have to rush out the door to go and start a sh- at, to start at work at, um, you know, at 7 o'clock in the morning. Um, so consciously reminding myself of, of that. Is, I don't have to do it as often as I used to, but um, yeah, that, that that's a good thing to do. Just just remembering what it would be like, and people some people would always ask me if they find out that I was a nurse, you know, would you go back to nursing? And it's like, no, <laughs> no, I, I would not go back to nursing. And um, so I think it's kind of a, not not a mantra, but it's quite good to sort of to think about it. And that's how I do it because I'm sure there's some people that that could go back to nursing um who have changed career or whatever or the other but so teachers that leave teaching and then go back to it there's you know there's no no shame in that um but sometimes it's quite good to have have a little bit of perspective as well I think that's that's been a really good thing having done nursing is getting perspective on another on another profession your nursing profession as well added a new layer of gravity to everything as well it's like at the end of the day, everybody's, you yep. know, I hate to say it, but nobody died. Everybody's alive. Yeah. I know. And it, and it's like, it's it's really good because obviously my wife's in health as well. And um, she's a, I think she'll care that I'm telling she's a surgeon. She's a breast surgeon. And so she has to go to work sometimes and, um and have some pretty awful conversations, do some pretty um, um, important um, operations. And I've found the last couple of weeks of school have been really stressful. We've got a, you know, we have, you have prize giving and all that. And it's really nice to have her there just to, to remind me of the perspective of the fact that I'm not going and doing, doing that. I think that's sometimes a getting, you lose perspective a little bit in any, in a lot of careers. So it's actually really nice having, Having someone that's not in um, not in education, she's you know she finds our family dinners quite boring now. But um, just because teachers talking about teaching is 
probably one of the least interesting conversations that um, you can hear if you're not a teacher. But um, she's yeah. So, but it is really good for her for me to have her just to give me some perspective on the fact that you know, look, you, no one's no one's dying, um, and you've done a good job. You work hard, so it's it, it is it is good for that. Yeah, in teaching or when I'm talking to teachers that are trying to make that transition. Um, I think I did a post about it the other day, actually. And it was all about the things that you complain about and the things that aren't working for you anymore are actually the needs that you have now that aren't being met. And it's really important to get to know where you are in your current state of life, what stage you're in, um, what needs your family have, if you've got dependents, what financial needs you have, all of those things. What are your lifestyle goals? What do you want for yourself? And getting really clear on that. And I don't know about you, but I write stuff down because I'm so forgetful. And it, as you say, when you're in a stressed state and you're in that defensive state, it's really easy to just revert back to exactly what you were doing before because that's what you know. It doesn't necessarily mean it's the right thing to do or it's going to be the best option for yep. you, but it's just the easy way out in a stressful moment. And as we know, stressful moments don't last forever. So having a Mel on board for you would have been excellent to just have that person to bring it all back down again <laughs> and re-steer you and re-centralize you so you can get back on track and revisit why you made that move in the first place and i think that's right and you've sort of summed it up because i think sometimes it's you can have like teaching is a really hard job um and it can be a really hard job it's also i to me is the best job in the world and i do love it so it's kind of um i need to remind myself of that but you're right it's sometimes when you're stressed you sort of go to the to the the furthermost that you can think of of getting away from that stress and and having a moment mm -hmm. to actually reflect on it is is good or having someone someone who's who you respect immensely in my case and my wife tell you look um you you need to put this into perspective dude <laughs> so and which is which is really helpful for me and and also that meant that when I changed career I wasn't doing like a sort of a slap happy career change just because I had had a, a a difficult couple of months in fact probably the last two years of my nursing was the most enjoyable two years of my of my nursing career but it was um I think partly because I, <laughs> I knew I might have been getting out of it as well so um yeah my last year in teaching was really awesome as well and I mm. had a, a, the best team I could have ended on best work scenario, amazing work-life balance. We collaborated. We had so much fun every day. We were laughing. The kids were good. Like it was perfect. I've definitely got rose tinted glasses on. There were challenging moments, but you know, it's my story <laughs> and I can tell it how I want. So in my, in my replay, my dramatized replay, it was like the hills were alive of teaching. It was beautiful, <laughs> but yeah, it yeah. gave me the space from the stress to really evaluate long term. Is this going to get me where I want to go? And are those options ahead of me the ones that I really want? Is it the right fit? And so you were saying you were jealous of the um, nursey nurses that are in there like swimwear and they love it and all this kind of stuff. I get jealous of the <laughs> yous, the teachery teachers. And you said something just before and I'm like, oh, Garth, you were like, I think teaching is the best job ever. I love it. 
tell me more. <laughs> oh, I do love it. It makes me so happy. I love being in the classroom and teaching. That's kind of all the things that I don't like about teaching really are not in the classroom. And I'm really fortunate to have to teach now, no longer teach at a, at a school that is extremely nice to teach at. Um, and I've taught and I've taught in schools. I've had to move around a lot because of my wife's job, but I've taught in schools that I've that and being in the classroom has always been sort of my happy place. And I really love, I, I enjoy it. I enjoy teaching kids. I enjoy kids wanting to come to school and, and, um, and learning I just that's I don't know I just get a real kick out of that and, and I think I realize the importance of our job that 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 kind of makes me feel um that f- fills my bucket that's a real teachery thing isn't it that really fills my bucket I still use that in a corporate setting and I, and, I still say it <laughs> yeah, well it's quite it's quite a good thing because the, the things that you that sort of annoy me or I find stressful about teaching and are it's I always tell people it's like having two jobs you have two jobs in teaching you have in the classroom and then you have all the other things and all the other things are just about as much as teaching and it's and it's um that those are the bits that I don't usually that I don't love I quite like planning that's that's probably one thing I you know a lot of people find that sort of not not overly fun but I actually really enjoy planning it's because I see it as being you know a really important part of the job it's it's all the other things like meetings and report writing I find extremely stressful and and almost a little bit pointless I could go on a rant about that but um and but just the other things it's just that that can take up a lot of your time it is a very time um consuming job and being in a classroom, however fun it is, and however much I enjoy it, is it is quite tiring. It's quite a, um, you know, sort of at the end of the day, you, the last thing you you actually really want to be doing is is um, writing reports and gathering resources or sitting in an hour and a half meeting. Um, that doesn't concern you at all. But yeah, like there's. <laughs> You know exactly what it's what that what that's like. So all of a sudden, <laughs> outside looks awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The weather, the clouds part, <laughs> and you're sitting about talking about something that has got nothing to do with you, and you're not going to even if you. <laughs> this is not not my current school. It's actually very good, but I've I've sat in many a meeting that I'm like looking out the window. But, My yeah. uh, doodling game came on real strong when I was teaching A. <laughs> I was amazing at them. <laughs> and that is the end of Garth's part one episode. Tune in for part two, where we're talking about how Garth got his job in Australia and all the bits and pieces that he had to do to get the job and some insight in how you could do it too if you wanted to. See you. Bye. If you liked this episode, hit that like, hit that follow, hit that share button and let's get this out to the community. We need all the support we can so we can keep coming up with some juicy content for you to help you just get to where you want to be. Get that career development, get that growth. Just go. Just get it.
if you'd like to feature on your very own Pivot People podcast episode, you can email me on hello at pivotpeople.co.nz.